Welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode, 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 what? Jason, all right, I'm already having a brain fart starting this. Um, Welcome to week five in the NFL, uh, the Pigskin Lover podcast, back after or with popular demand and after an absence is Melly Mel, who's sitting here. What's up, Mel? It's good to be back. I was Mel TV Live, a.k.a. Melichek, had to call an extra practice for his nine-year-old flag football team last Saturday. So I missed, but we went into Tuesday's game. We got the win, but we didn't cover. We had some penalties, and I had a couple of touchdowns called back. We All won right. by six. We were favored by 12 and a half. Nine-year-old flag football. Beautiful day, beautiful Oof. win, and back on track. Wait, were you uh, betting nine-year-old uh, football? Nine-year-old. Wait a minute, the parents are going crazy down there, man. There's all kinds of money. We do not around. condone gambling <laughs> in front of nine-year-olds. <laughs> well, they didn't have to do anything about uh, it. It's all about the parents. This yeah, side bet. You really are an addict. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Earl the Pearl? Uh, everything's great in the world of comedy. Uh, hockey season's coming on, which is my uh, number one sport. But we're here to talk football today, baby. We football. are here. We are here to talk football. And I want to give a little recap of last week. Uh, let's talk. Earl the Pearl was on his three picks. He was zero, two, and one. <laughs> he lost on Detroit and Pittsburgh, and he tied on the Buffalo Bills on Josh Allen coming back and winning that game by three. Melly Mel who wasn't here, was 0-3. He had Washington, Jacksonville, and Carolina. So he's going to definitely have a better week this week. Definitely. For sure. And JB, another winning week. I've had him every 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 week so far. We were 2-1 and one on the straights. Las Vegas, Pittsburgh, Seattle. And we hit on our teaser again, Arizona and Atlanta. So I'm 14-6 and six in Circa right now. I'm 70% in Vegas, meaning... I'd say I haven't looked at it yet. Out of 6,300 people in the Circa Millions, I think I'm around seven or 800 right now, which is great, which means I'm kind of near the money. So hopefully a 4-1 and one or 5-0 and oh record on that uh, will keep me going here. Big week in the NFL. We can dive in and start talking a little football. Um, guys, let's start. Let's start with the across-the-pond game, 6.30 a.m. Los Angeles time. The lovely Green Bay Packers go to London to play the New York Giants. Green Bay coming off literally one of the luckier wins last year against a third string last week against a third string quarterback in Zappy to win 27-24. The New York Giants at home beating the Chicago Bears 20 to 12. We have an 8-point line. Green Bay is favored and I'm going to start it off with Earl the Pearl. What do we think here? Um, I like the Giants with the points, to be honest with you. Uh, Aline, though, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the Packers, uh, you know, it's two winning teams, two very good teams. Uh, but Barkley's back. And I think if they use him to control the game, uh, they will beat the Packers. Earl is on the Giants as a lean. Mel, what do you think? You know, this is a, always a funny game going across the big pond, and that field at Wembley Stadium has ways of doing something. So it's a little strange. Uh, and the Packers were that taken into overtime last week. I'm going to go with my boy Daniel Jones from Charlotte, North Carolina, and the NYG, baby. You like the, you like the New York Giants as well. This is a tough game. You know, um, a lot of people are hitting the teasers on this on this game. Um, this is going to be one leg of my teaser of the week. 
I'm going to take Green Bay down to minus uh, two in this game. Minus two in this game. Um, I don't have enough faith that Green Bay can, will cover, but I do have enough faith that Green Bay will win this football game. I do not believe they're going to lose after last week almost losing to a third-string quarterback. I think they'll be prepared. I also think, just a little bonus, this game goes over the total. Um, so, you know, usually these London games, they like to score more points. And at 41, that's, that's, that's not a lot of points. So that'll be the first leg of my teaser. Um, on to the next game now, as I lose my place here, let's see where we are. We are going with Earl's Pittsburgh Steelers in Buffalo against the Buffalo Bills Steelers coming off. What a terrible loss. Let's talk about this for one sec. Earl, we both had Pittsburgh last week. How do you lose to Zach Wilson and the Jets there? We had this game. They brought Pickett in at halftime. What what happened here? I mean, I honestly think it's the play calling. It's Trubisky's not the problem. Like, you know, I just feel that either they didn't do research on him or or Trubisky or Pickett. Yeah. Uh and I think that. Um, they got to get rid of him, and and they're probably not, to be honest with you. Uh, but they got some tough games coming up, uh, so it's, they do. It's a pretty brutal sketch. I see this game as a blowout for Buffalo, and that kills me as a Steeler fan. Uh, and you know, missing uh, T.J. Watts gigantic because uh, he he would have made several plays last week. So uh, yeah, and you know, it's just look at that first game Watt played, and he was amazing. He won the game for them. Absolutely. Earl, what's your opinion here on the Bills are favored by 14 points? This is the highest amount of points that the Pittsburgh Steelers have ever been an underdog of, I think, back to like 84, 85. Now, granted, they don't have the team this year, but I know I have an opinion on this game, but what's what's your opinion? Well, I mean... if, if it wasn't Matt Canada calling the offense, I, I think they got a shot. Look at the weapons they have. I mean, Pickens is a star. Um, and, you know, they've got Deontay Johnson, Claypool, uh, Fryermuth is one of the best tight ends, but they're doing these dink and dunk plays that doesn't utilize the talents. So I, it kills me to say this. I, I would uh, – Buffalo, I think, is going to win by more than 14. So a lean – Earl has a lean to Buffalo. My uh, – over the 14. Mel, what do you think? And now you get me all get me going quick here. You get me going quick. No self-respecting NFL team should be losing by 14 or more points. And if there's one team that's got a lot of self-respect, it's that steel curtain, Steeler Nation. You guys have all crowned this Buffalo team as the Super Bowl champion already. I think you're going to get some wrought iron steel to come in there and tarnish that crown this week. And I'm going Steelers plus 14. This is a play for me. Wow. A play. Kenny Pickett. He's he's get look he's got something to prove. Look, they're going to shake that offense up. They're going to get it going. Okay, so real quick, just so you guys know, fifty eight percent of the money is on Pittsburgh, forty two percent on Buffalo. So just that's that's the first. Here's my feeling about this game. This is not going to be one of my three, but I like Pittsburgh plus fourteen as well. Here's my feeling. Next week, Buffalo goes to Arrowhead against the one and only Patrick Mahomes. Okay, last week Buffalo played a very physical game and had to come from behind and beat the Baltimore Ravens physical last week. Look ahead to Kansas city next week. I'll take the 14 all day on a back door. I think Pittsburgh's going to cover in this game 
Again, there's three games I like better, so it's not going to be a play for me, but it is a very, very, very strong lean for me. All right, moving on to the next game. We have the LA Chargers traveling to Cleveland, coming off literally again another game where they were up and almost gave it away to the Houston Texans last week. They won by 10. The Cleveland Browns lost to the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta, 23-20. So Cleveland off a loss, Chargers off a win, Chargers second road game. I'm going to start off on this one. This is definitely not going to be a play for me, but I like, I definitely lean strong, lean to the Cleveland Browns. I think the Browns are going to win this football game. I think you take the two and a half or three. Um, I like the Browns in a teaser. It's not going to be my teaser of the week but I do like the Browns teased up for some of you people that like teasers. It's a Wong teaser at two and a half. It goes through the three and the seven. And I just have a weird feeling that Brissett with Miles Garrett back wins this football game. Earl. Uh, I like the Browns uh, with that double headed monster running back. Uh, Herbert's uh, ribs are still pretty jacked up. I think they're covering that up. He's a little more injured than they think. So this is a play for me. I like the uh, Browns at home. All right, Melly Mel. You know, you, you kind of talk at the end of this one. I, I, it's not a play for me, but I like, and I think that what, what we, we have to look forward to is Deshaun Watson comes back in two games, or right? Two games. He's suspended this game and game six. I think it's. A, I think it might be. Yeah, you might be right. I think so. It's six, so yeah. Jacoby Brissett wants to keep that job. He wants to keep proving to people that he doesn't. You know, that Deshaun Watson. You know, is is not him. So he wants to keep proving himself. So I, it's not a play for me, but you know, you you, you kind of talking me into. Brown, you're Browns leaning, you're sure. leaning Cleveland. Yeah, but, but for sure, Browns. And, and like you said, Earl, I agree with Earl Pearl that, that that this whole Herbert thing is bigger than we know, and that it's just hurting me more than we, you know. And you don't have Keenan Allen, so. You know. 56% of the money is on the Browns. 44% is on the Chargers. All right, the next game, we go to Minnesota. We got the Minnesota Vikings at home coming off a 28-25 win in London. So the Vikings are traveling from London back to Minnesota. They won barely on the double clunk that New Orleans couldn't get it through the uprights. So Minnesota is a seven and a half point favorite now against the Chicago Bears division game. Bears did not look great in their last one. They lost 20 to 12. Justin Fields threw the ball eight times last game. It's embarrassing. Um, I'm going to start with Mel on this game. Uh, this is this is you never know what Kirk Cousins is going to do. I said it was going to be the the year of Captain Kirk, but I'm kind of starting to gravitate away from that. But if I was going to take a game here, take a side, I would say I would say the Vikings win, but I don't think they cover. I don't. I wouldn't put trust in them. So I would just completely stay away from it. Stay yeah. away, Earl. This is a tough one because uh, I like Minnesota. But they have one of the worst defenses uh, inside yeah. the twenty yard line, yeah. so this could be a game Fields finds his groove. So uh, you know, I'm going to steal a Mel phrase. I'm staying away from this one. Uh, you know, I do like Chicago plus the seven and a half as a lean. Yeah, yeah, seventy one percent of the money is on Minnesota. Minnesota is definitely more public in this one. This will be a public play, but I think getting up to seven and a half now that might even some of the money out. I don't really have a lot to say about this game other than if I I would lean with Chicago getting the hook at seven and a half in an interdivision game, but I wouldn't. It's not something that I'm that excited about. On to Foxborough. The New England Patriots, who literally last week 
um, had a second string quarterback in Bobby Hoyer go down. Zappy came in as a third string quarterback, literally looked like they were going to beat Green Bay for most of this game. Late in the game, uh, Green Bay got a field goal to win. So Belichick coming off, I believe I want to say two losses back to back. Does Bill lose three games in a row normally? I don't think so. They lost to Baltimore and they lost to Green. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Is it two? Let's see. Sorry, guys, as I'm getting my information here. Uh, regular season. Yeah, they lost. Wow, this is weird. This is wrong. They have lost two straight, though. So New England is at home. They're a three-point favorite over the Detroit Lions. Lions played last week against Seattle 48-45 to in the pinball game of the week. It was just scoring after scoring. I mean, talk about a team that has no defense in Detroit. Detroit now goes to the out to the outdoors. They go to the weather. They go to cold weather, rainy weather, grass against a third string quarterback in Belichick. I'm going to start with Melly Mel. Uh, Patriots, you know, going to overtime uh, last Sunday. They could be beat up a little bit. Uh, it's uh, you know, ten- Tennessee Baptist is where this kid Zappy's from. Tennessee Baptist or something like that. Yeah, I mean, he so. comes out of nowhere. He plays a great game and hangs in there, but uh, it's just complete stay away, stay <laughs> away, Bill. Here, you, know, you never know with Detroit, and I'm you know I, I love the way Detroit's hanging in this year, and they're covering some spreads, and they're they're hanging in games, and they're trying to win and getting close, but you know they're not there yet, and uh, who knows? Okay. Uh, Earl, this is a play for me. Who are you taking? Detroit. Wow. Here's why I think wow. this game two horrific defenses. Uh, it, I know we don't go over this much, but I, if you're a gambling man or woman or whatever, it's a different era. Uh, <laughs> the over in this game uh, is going to be way over 45 and a half. So, I mean, wow, this, a little I, bonus from Earl. That could reach that total in the first half. Yeah, wow. uh, I, I just like golf over any of the Patriots' options, uh, and that's what it's going to boil down to. Uh, wow. You know, and this is, I love Belichick. You respect what he did. But what he did was with Tom Brady. So, uh, you know, I hate to say that, but like when he's without Brady, his coaching is suspect. So uh, I like the Lions in a play. Wow. All right. Earl likes the Lions. Danny Greenberg, you got to hear that from Earl. He likes the Lions and he likes a bonus on the over. What are we just naming random Jewish guys? (laughs) Again, yeah. All right, sorry about that. Saul Gieler says, take the Steelers. (laughs) It's almost time for Shabbat dinner, too. Yeah, it is. Happy Shabbat to (laughs) everyone. There you Uh, go. All right, here we go. So here's here's my take on this, guys. No. This 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 is not going to be a play for me on the podcast. It, it was so close between this and another game that's coming up. I am though going to tell you outside of this that the money line on the Patriots to me, I I don't see Bill Belichick losing three straight games. I don't see the Detroit Lions coming as a dome team to a grass cold, windy game. I think this game in my opinion, is New England going to win the game? They might win by one or two. They might win by eight, but I think they're going to win it. It's a strong lean for me on the New England Patriots. Real quick, so I can tell you the breakdown on the money on that game, uh, 54% of the money is on the Detroit Lions. So it's interesting that people think the way Earl does, which is the Lions are a better team and they should win. Well, I you know, I think, to be honest with you, I don't think they're the, I think they're two pretty mediocre to almost semi-bad teams but i just think golf is the better between him and the three quarterbacks it could be on new england yeah uh, i think he, he's the better play yeah okay well we're gonna 
We're going to definitely find out. On to New Orleans, where the New Orleans Saints are going to play the Seattle Seahawks. Second road game for Seattle. Very hard in the NFL for road teams to win two weeks in a row, and Seattle won last week. Uh, Saints coming off, again, a terrible loss. Lost by three. Should have tied the game up, but uh, they're a one and three football team now. I think Jamison Winston is going to play in this game. Line is around five points. The Saints are five at home against the Seattle Seahawks. Second road game. I'm going to start with Mel. I'm calling this the Geno Bowl. Geno Smith just keeps hanging around, hanging around. He's going to come down there. And as much as I love the gumbo and the beignets down there on Bourbon Street, I'm taking Geno Smith here. And I think Seattle. They don't want to just cover, but they went out right. It's not a play for me, but I do it's like a the Geno Bowl. It's a yes, lean. It is a lean and, for me. And, and this but, isn't going to be one of your money line This plays. is not. No, 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 no. Okay. No. But this is the Geno Bowl. This is Geno Smith. He's got something special for Jameis. That's it. By the way, before we go to Earl, 64% of the money is on Seattle. So Seattle is a public dog in this game. Earl, what do you think? Uh, you know, I'm staying away from this game, uh, but I do think Seattle... Uh, will win uh outright I, I just the saints have way too many injuries and uh you know there's and you know who knows what's going on with uh, winston he's hobbling around still you know no michael thomas so uh i do agree with mad mel tv live this <laughs> is the gino bowl <laughs> okay so i'm going to disagree with both these guys i'm going to go on a lean not a play with the saints minus the five i think this is the game the Saints get healthy. I think this is the game that Geno Smith shows us that he's Geno Smith. I think it's very hard when a team scores 45 points the week before, or 48 points, I should say, the week before, to play a second road game and win the game. I think the Saints go away with this game, and they're going to win by at least 7 to 10 points and get back. So we'll see what happens on that one. Um, on to the next game. We go to the Meadowlands, New York. The New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins in a division game. Last week, the Jets, I don't know how they did it, but Zach Wilson came through 24-20 over the Steelers. The Miami Dolphins played Thursday night. They get a little extra rest. They lost Tua. They lost 27-15. We got Teddy Bridgewater starting. It's Miami-New York. I'm going to start with this. This is going to be a play for me. Whoa. This is a strong play for me. I am going all in on the Miami Dolphins minus the three in New York. I do not believe in the Jets. I do not believe in Zach Wilson. And I think this new Miami coach, and I think Bridgewater, I think Waddle's going to play. I think Tyreek's going to play. And I think Miami's going to come out and make a statement and win this game by at least 10 to 13 points. I'm on Miami minus three as a play. Let's go to Melly Mel. Oh, I like Teddy Bridgewater. It's 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 not a play for me. It's it's not. You know, I would just I would got no interest. I'd stay away. But I do like Teddy B. But I just you never know with this with what's going on here with uh, the Jets and uh, and uh, I'd stay away from it. Earl the Pearl. I like the Jets in this one uh, at home. You know they're confident after beating the Steelers, and uh, you know I, Bridgewater's awesome. But uh, you know I just think the Dolphins. Uh, a lot of question marks about without Tua, how are they going to play with Teddy? Yeah, everyone says, well, the Jets are getting used to Wilson. Well, the Dolphins are getting used to uh, Bridgewater. So I think at home, confident uh, Jets team. And, and you got the feeling watching that Steeler game last week that 
they really enjoyed playing for Wilson. Like they rallied behind him. So I like the Jets and I guess what would be a marginal upset. So 70, you know, the one thing that scares me about my pick here is it's a 73% of the public is on the Jets. I hate playing um, public uh, dog or, or excuse me, um, you know, public favorites like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, just my gut is telling me Miami. So let's see what happens. On to the next one. To Tampa, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the GOAT, Tom Brady, have lost two straight games. They lost to Green Bay and Kansas City. They now play the Atlanta Falcons at home. The Atlanta Falcons have won two straight games. They beat Cleveland and and, um, Seattle. So you got two losses for the Buccaneers, two wins for Atlanta, division game. Line is nine and a half. It opened at eight. Guys, let's talk. I'm going to start with Earl the Pearl. I mean, Brady's looked a little average this year. Uh, you know, maybe it's a missing Gronkowski. Um, I, 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 I'm staying away from this game. I do think the Buccaneers will win, but the, the Falcons are better than I thought they'd be, to be honest with you. So uh, you're off it. You know, it's a lean, but I, I do think Tampa will find a way to win. Melly? The Brady era is over for me, and I've lost interest in the Falcons since Michael Vick with the prison for dog fighting. So I'm going to Rough. say stay away from this one. The only thing I'm interested in that revolves evolves around Tom Brady's life is taking action on whether or not he's going to get divorced from Giselle. Well, I think it's already, I think they're already out there that she oh. got a divorce attorney. How she much pussy okay, that huh? guy's going to get? I, well, oh. I, I'm, well, by well, the way, I mean, Earl, I mean, we're guy, available, right? Me Earl, and you are single. Earl, a uh, guy who looks like that has the money like that. I mean, but he's a shy guy, I hear. So but I don't here, know. yeah. But okay. the, think about this, and I know this is a football podcast. Yeah, uh, he's going to be single soon. Any room he walks into, he knows he could fuck Every any girl of- in that room. So that overcomes your shyness <laughs> real fast. It's true. Now, By the way, he'd be a good wingman. Bro. She's beautiful too. Yeah. But you know, and uh, you know, I don't want to get in trouble here for sounding sexist, but women age differently than men. Uh huh. Well, you just said it. I mean, well, well no, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, you look at a guy. Take some older actors. I, I don't know, like Clint Eastwood. He aged like kind. Of, he was still attractive, I think, to people. But you look at, say, Kathy Bates. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I don't think too many guys were. <laughs> Getting in line to hit that. Hey, listen, shiny right, sugar mama. She's got money. <laughs> but I mean, I just say uh, yeah. Tom's going to have the better options in terms of. Well, that's a given. They both will, but right. uh, yeah, Earl, who do you like in they this will. game? JB's getting nervous. I'm not. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> we got sponsors. Who do you like in this game? We do. Uh, <laughs> I just told you. Remember Poochie's Pizza? Oh yeah. Uh, for, shout out to uh, if you're hungry and in the 305 area, look no further than Tommy Pooch's Pizza. All right, Earl, so what was your lean in this game, Tampa? Uh, I think no way Brady goes 0-3, even though I do think we're finally, it makes me sad to say this, kind of starting to see his eventual decline. Yes. And he should. He's 45. He's 45. All right, I'm jumping on this game, guys. I know it's square. I'm going Tampa as the second part of my teaser. So remember, I had Green Bay minus two. I'm taking Tampa down uh, to below a field goal. So whatever your lines are, adjust accordingly on the tees. I mean, I always like to do six-point teases because I don't like to pay the juice, but you can go up to a seven-point teaser. The tees I have is Tampa Bay minus two and a half and Green Bay 
um, minus one and a half as I'm looking at it now. So that's my teaser of the week. Tampa Bay, two and a half. Green Bay, one and a half. The Green Bay comes in at 630 in the morning or by 830. And then all you need is Tampa to win by a field goal and you hit the teaser. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game by a minimum of 10 to 14 points, maybe more. Be, the only reason I didn't make it a play and lay the points is it's a division game. And I don't like in a division game laying a lot of points. So that's the reason why I love the tease on that game. 68% of the money, by the way, is on the Buccaneers. And I do think Brady is motivated. Like he's hearing the talk, every sports show, this show, uh, you know, it's saying, oh, he's declining. You yeah. know, he's still got a few good games left in him. Uh, so I think he'll be highly motivated uh, at home against what he probably considers an inferior uh, opponent. All right, on to Washington. The Washington Commanders and the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans won last week on the road 24-17 to over Indy. The Washington Commanders once again lost 25-10 to over Dallas. Washington's lost three straight games to Detroit, Philly, and Dallas. The Tennessee Titans, this is their second road game. Again, like Seattle, I said, teams winning on the road two straight weeks. Very, very, very difficult in the NFL. Uh, I'm going to start with Mel on this one. The line in this game, by the way, opened at two and a half. It's down to one and a half. So the pros have been hitting Washington. Mel, what do you think? No interest. This game offends me because the commanders offend me because of what they've done to me this year when I've picked them. Picked them against Philly. They didn't show up. They picked them last week against Dallas. Completely didn't show up, so You're I don't even up. know interest. Moving on. All right. Earl the Pearl? Uh, I like the Titans. Uh, I think Henry's starting to round into form. And even though, you know, Tannehill, he didn't have a great game last week, but he, he did hit, like, I think six or seven different receivers. So I think that he's going to slowly chop up the commander's defense with Henry starting with the running, and then the passing game will open up. Yeah, I mean, this game to me, again, you know, I was telling you guys some of these are teaser games with the Wong teaser, and I'm not, again, I, I give one teaser a week and I already gave it to you guys, but, you know, the Commanders teased was something I looked at for a minute. I have a weird feeling. The NFL usually, when things look too easy, they don't end up working out that way, especially against a home team that's lost three straight. I'm going to strong lean Washington to play the game of the year this year and their quarterback finally show up and beat a tired Tennessee team. It's not enough for me to bet it, but I definitely, definitely would lean the Washington uh, commanders in that game. Just so you guys know on the splits on that, 76% are on Tennessee. So it's against the public as well. Um, that's my feeling about that game. And early on, it was 90% of the money was yeah. coming in on the Titans. Yeah, so I mean, everyone, bit, I don't think anyone's taking Washington, so it might be a good little value play at home. Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, interdivision game. Jacksonville coming off being up 14-0 and losing to Philly. Trevor Lawrence, his first bad game of the week last week. They lost 29-21. And they're going to play the 0-3-1 Houston Texans, who made a valiant effort last week to come back and beat the Chargers. They just couldn't. They hang in there with the Chargers. They hung in there, and they just couldn't, unfortunately, close the deal. So Jacksonville is at home, coming off a loss the line. Right now is seven points. Uh, Earl the Pearl. This is a tough one because uh, I think it all depends if it stays at seven or 
if it goes to the seven and a half, you know, that that half, this might be decided by that half point. Uh, you know, if it's eight, eight and a half. Um, I it's a lean for me, but I do think that Jaguars will win. I mean, Houston's like the little team that could, but they're not winning yet. They're just uh they're pretty bad offensively. Mel, what do you think? This is a play for me. I love Austin Davis and the Texans. The Texans have been knocking on the door. They've been hanging around, hanging around. And I think that the Texans are going to, you know, the young Texans team is going to prove to the Jacksonville Texans team that they belong. And I think that the Texans win outright, take them on the spread. And uh, we'll talk about the money line after later on. And uh, but Texans are a play for me. Texans are a play for you plus the seven. Absolutely. Okay. Real quick, let me give you a few stats. I'm off this game. Again, it's another one of those games that if I was doing a bunch of teasers, I would tease the favorite down. But real quick, I want to sh- share a little bit of information with you. The Texans have won eight in a row and 19 of the past 23 against the Jaguars. Granted, the Jaguars are a different team this year. They're coming off a loss. The value is probably taking the Texans plus the points. I do not believe, though, that the Jaguars are going to lose this game. So um, I think it's going to be a close-fought battle. And just on the splits on that game, 68% of the public is on Jacksonville. Um, so you know where they're thinking. Uh, on to the afternoon. The San Francisco 49ers coming off probably the best defense. I mean, this defense to me is Super Bowl. What they did to the Rams, how they embarrassed the Rams on Monday night was unbelievable. They are six and a half point favorites against the lowly Carolina Panthers hey. who lost, I'm sorry, who lost last <laughs> week, 26, 16. I'm going to start off on this game. Here's my feeling. This is, this is the stinky game of the week. I think everyone can look at this game and say, SF is going to kill them. This is, shouldn't even be close. The line should be eight or nine. I'm going to go the other way and tell you I am leaning with the Panthers. San Francisco played Monday night. They played a physical game Monday night. They're on a short week. They're going to a team that's lost three straight at home. The value is on the dog. I thought about making it one of my three, but then I just said I can't back Baker Mayfield. My lean, just a lean, a single lean is on Carolina. Mel? Well, pigskin swami, I'm going to start calling you because you have to off to such a hot start. I'm thank you for the Carolina Panther love. I'm a little I'm a little surprised that the 49ers are are giving up this many points, but you said it right. I mean, they're we're we're Panthers. My Panthers are pretty lowly right now. And um, you know, I just I, I would love to I would I was I actually had this written down, Panthers at home, because they've been have so many rough weeks since uh, you know, since their win in week two or whatever it was. And I'm going to say, uh, you know, I'm, it's not a play, but I'm going to say, you know, just, I think there's Lean. a lot of value in the Panthers. I think beating 49ers beating the Rams last week is, uh, you know, 49ers come back down to earth a little bit this week and they travel 3,000 miles away. And uh, I think there's good value in the Panthers. I got to agree with you on that, but it's, it's not a play, but I think okay. Panthers. Uh, what do we think, Earl? It's not a play for me, but I do think the 49ers will win. Uh, I just may feel, I, I feel yeah. bad for the guy, you know, yeah. Just uh, Carolina's not working out for them. They're already, from what you uh, hear on the on the street, looking at options for quarterback next year. Really, yeah. So, and he knows that too. Sure. So uh, I I I'm rooting for him, but I, I think the Niners not a play for me. But I I do think they'll uh, win by more than six. Seventy nine percent of the public is on San Francisco. 
So you're getting a contrarian home dog against a team that is coming off a short week. I, I mean, again, I, I would think this you get seven points in that game. It's it's value, but we'll see. On to Los Angeles, the LA Rams coming off an embarrassing Monday night loss against the Dallas Cowboys, who have been hot with Cooper Rush. They've won three straight. LA coming off a loss. The Rams five and a half point favorites. The line opened at four and a half. It's up to five and a half. I'm going to start here and I am going to lay the five, five and a half. Let's call it five and a half. I'll give the half. I'm going to lay the five and a half with the Rams. So I have Miami is one pick. The Rams, I believe Sean McVay, what, what, what he witnessed on Monday night against San Francisco is not going to happen again. I think this is a breakout spot for the Rams. I think they win this game by between 7 and 13 points. I think Dallas comes back down to earth. I'm all over the Rams as a play. Melly Mel? No interests. Stay away. Okay. On to that Earl, simple. Earl, Earl, Earl the Pearl. <laughs> I'm pulling for the Cowboys, though, just so you know. Earl the Pearl. I mean, this is a tough game. Uh you know the Rams aren't uh, maybe quite as good as we thought they were, and pretty know, ballsy of me to lay to lay those points. That's huge. That. Yeah, but well, you're the pigskin swami, so you might as well do it. Yeah, I mean he's doing better than me and you, Mel. So Combined, maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think you know a lot of these teams where the quarterbacks injury situation isn't. You know, I, I we still don't know how good Stafford is right now. Uh, yeah. But and and the Cowboys have a good defense, but sort of the Rams. So I do think the Rams will win at home. Here's what I love about this game, guys. 64% of the public is on Dallas. So you got a you got a public dog on the road winning three straight, okay, against a team that just got embarrassed with one of the best coaches in the NFL against, in my opinion, one of the worst coaches in the NFL and Mike McCarthy. I think that spells disaster for the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm right. By the way. I toyed with New England as my best bet instead of Dallas, but or excuse me, instead of the Rams, but I just it was too juicy for me. I had to go Rams. All right, on to Arizona. The Arizona Cardinals coming off a 26-16 win over Carolina, playing against the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles who came from behind. The Eagles, man, people are talking. They think the Eagles are for real that this is a Sound team on offense and defense. The Eagles are giving five points to the Arizona Cardinals. Let's start with Earl the Pearl. I like the Eagles. So, you know, they're looking like the NFC uh, Super Bowl uh, entrant. So uh, I, it's not a play for me, but I do think the Eagles will win. They're just, they're rolling pretty good uh, on defense and offense, special teams. So uh, yeah. there's not a lot of pathways for them to lose this game. Uh, Melly Mel. I love that there's a lot of chatter about the Eagles. I love the way you you love them, Earl, and everybody's talking Eagles and the NFC <laughs> champion, you know, NFC East. Uh, I think that the Eagle gets shot down in Arizona, and I think the Cardinals win this game. And I'm all over Arizona. This is a play for me. This is my third and final play. Oh, yep. shit. And I'm saying Zona gives them their first loss. Eagles are due to lose. You're not going to go through the whole season and you know, this is any given Sunday, and the Eagles yeah. are due to lose. It's Murray versus Hurts, and I think Murray gets the better of him on this one. And I All say right. Arizona. 
I, I mean, I do agree with Mel from the standpoint of I, I think Murray, if he has a monster game, but I don't think he will against the Eagles. All right. I hate, possible. To, I hate to take the air out for both of you guys. Arizona, 7-19, and 19, 35% against the spread at home under Cliff. 0-7 in their last seven. I am a strong lean to Philly. I wouldn't bet it, but I'm a strong lean to Philly. And let me give you the breakdown on that game. 55% of the money is on Philadelphia, so it's a little more of an evenly split game. On to Sunday night, the Baltimore Ravens against the Cincinnati Bengals. What a game this is going to be. Baltimore coming off a 23-20 loss at home to Buffalo. They had the game for three quarters and gave it away. Cincinnati extra rest coming off a 27-15 win um, at home against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Inner division game. Last year, the Bengals beat the Ravens in both games by 15 points and one, and I think it could have been more in the second. This is a double revenge game for the Baltimore Ravens, and I'm going to start here. This is going to be the Ravens right now are three. Some books, they're three and a half. I see it at three minus 120. This is a play for me. JB, pigskin lover, I am all over Lamar Jackson to rebound on Sunday night in a double revenge statement game off a loss and beat the Bengals. The Ravens will win this game minimum seven points. Earl? This is a play for me, too, as well with the Ravens. I just These AFC North games are wild in terms of, uh, you know, the bad teams sometimes win against the first-place team. Uh, you know, they're all very physical contests, but I, I think Lamar at home uh, with the crowd on his side will buy you the Ravens to the play for Earl. Melly Mel? Uh, I, I agree with both of you, and I think that the Lamar gets back on track, and I think that they run it up a little bit, and he runs wild on Sunday night football. And uh, it's not a play for me. Obviously, I've given my three plays, but I would say um, – Definitely, I think the Ravens win by seven. By the way, just so you guys have some info, last year, the Bengals beat the Ravens 41-17, 41-21, okay? So two blowout games, you don't think that Harbaugh and Lamar are going to be ready for them this week? Uh, absolutely. Well, so. some of Harbaugh's uh, coaching decisions are a little, like, he's very yeah, aggressive. He's, he's, he's definitely very, yeah. Like, which I like. But I will say this not to get off on a tangent because I want to move on this. There's no coach worse in the NFL than Nathaniel Hackett of the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I mean, I've never this guy will be gone in two weeks. I mean, Horrible. I've never seen I've never seen anything like Horrible. This. He's a verse to go. Nine, well, yeah. nine points. Nine points last night. Nine point. Yeah. And you know, and you got Russell. Uh, Russell Wilson is in the owner's ear and Elway's oh, yeah. teeth saying, uh, hey, dude, this is not what I signed no, up for. On. Hell no. By the way, Russell looks like a complete locks as well. I don't know what's going on with him. Well, But, you know. All right, 58%, just so you guys know, the money's on Baltimore. A little more slanted, but that's okay. On to Monday night, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders in a division game. Always an interesting game when these two teams play. The Chiefs coming off 41-31 win over Tampa last week. The Las Vegas Raiders finally win a game 32-23 over Denver. The Chiefs are seven points at home Monday night at Arrowhead. I'm going to start with Earl the Pearl. 
this is a play for me. Uh, I like uh, Kansas City. I just, although the Raiders are probably maybe one of the best one and three teams because they they've lost a lot of close games. But like I said last week, you know, bad teams lose close games, and uh, you know, you could see a little bit of hunger in Mahomes' eyes. Like he knows they're not playing as good as they could, and you know, they're not blowing out teams anymore. And people are bringing up other quarterbacks' names now. You know, hey, how about that Lawrence guy in Jacksonville? He's the next big star, you know. And, and Mahomes is like, hey, man, I know I do a lot of commercials, but I'm still pretty good. So I like Kansas City in this one. Melly Mel? I'm going to stay away from this one. No interest, really. Uh, yeah. You know, um, no. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> all right, so here's my feeling about this game. I I, I would stay off it also. Um, the Raiders won 40-32 at Arrowhead in 2020. But in the surrounding seasons... Their visits produced beatdowns of 48 to 9, 40 to 9, and 35 to 3. Now, I think they have a different team today. It's a tough game. Again, like I've told you guys, maybe you throw the Chiefs in a teaser and you take it down because I don't think they're going to lose the football game, but it's an inner division game. I would definitely lean. If I had to lean, I'd probably lean Kansas City. Um, but again, like a few of these games, very, very, very difficult game. Um, all right, real quick, let's go to Mel with his money line parlay of the week. Money line specialists, Arizona on the money line, bet them straight, bet Houston on the money line, straight money line, and then parlay the two. So take half of what you bet these two straight for, and then do the parlay with uh, with half of what you would bet them straight. So, wow. So Arizona so- money line, Houston money line is Mel's money line. My teaser: Tampa Bay minus two and a half, Green Bay minus one and a half. The picks, Mel took Pittsburgh plus 14, the Houston Texans plus seven, the Arizona Cardinals plus five. Earl took as his three, the Detroit Lions plus three (laughs) points, the Baltimore Ravens minus three points, and the Kansas City Chiefs minus seven. And JB Pigskin Lover, the Miami Dolphins minus three, the Rams minus five and a half, and Baltimore minus three. And I'm going to tell you, it's very rare for me to have three favorites as my three picks. It's scary. It is definitely, definitely nerve wracking. Um, I want to do a shout out. I was trying to get the diamonds take the points, which we'll talk about more next week. It's my boy, Darren Weinstock, the diamond. Uh, he was still working on the, on the tape, had some technical difficulties. So we'll have to talk about that next week. Shout out to all the boys, all the boys, you know who you are. Um, guys, thanks once again, Mel. Welcome back. Thank you. We got a big, big week of football this week. Earl, anything you want to bring up before we close? Uh, just if we did four plays of the week, I know we don't, but I've got to get this off my chest. I, it saddens me to say this, but, uh, I think the Steelers are going to get blown out. You really do, huh? I don't want, I'm a huge, and I'm so, by the way, Steve Fezzik, who's (laughs) one of the best handicappers in Vegas, somebody who I actually subscribe to more for his information. I love listening to his stats and everything. This is his triple unit play of the week is Pittsburgh plus 14. Wow. He's not always right, yeah, but sure. I'm just saying, Nobody Earl, is. Earl Nobody I'm is. telling Nobody you. We wouldn't be sitting in this apartment. If Earl, yeah. this, this Steeler game has backdoor written all over it. Pick it late. They're down by 20 or 17. Pickett late gets in the end zone. I'm telling you, I think Pittsburgh's a good play, but, but I know you're a fan. So. I'm a, I, I, what you call in the wrestling world a Steeler mark. Right. But, uh, you know, the problem with these college quarterbacks, their first year, let's think about this. The they struggle. 
one half of experience. He's a very good defense on the road. I hope he kills him. I hope I'm wrong. It's hard. It, it's it's but a tough. It can go. Yeah. The I mean, St. Alcorn State. Like yeah. it is, and I just think again, I think it's a weird spot for the Bills, and I think that you know the Bills could definitely get up in this game by 21 or 24 points, but I think then they'll have backups in, and I think Pickett could could have a good second half. Listen, we'll see. We're all going to talk about it next week, guys. Thank you so much for and thank tuning- you for offending all the people at Alcorn State just now. Well, <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Like, exactly what you're saying. You know, in, in in college, you get a couple gimme games to sure. write your ship, and you know it does concern me. Uh, the like I said, the play calling is is key to getting a young quarterback in and out of trouble. Yeah, and I, true. I don't see Canada as being that guy. No, uh, I really didn't think Trubisky played that bad. He didn't play great, but well, we're gonna see. You know, you got to throw the ball to Pickens deep, and, and then that opens up for Deontay Johnson. And people are already forgetting Claypool. I know Claypool's not at the foregone conclusion. So at this point. and Fryermuth, like they've got the weapons. Yeah, you got them. So we'll see. You know. By the way, uh, condolences to Steve Cohen and the New York Mets. We just looked up; they're down seven nothing in the fifth nothing. inning. Good lord! In a in a best of three series. I mean, all that money in and that they put season. Today. And I have a weird feeling. I mean, it's easy for me to say this now, but San Diego and the Dodgers would be a phenomenal, phenomenal series. Phenomenal. Yeah. I think San Diego could beat the Dodgers. And this just in, I'm reading online here, the Miami Dolphins medical staff has cleared JFK (laughs) to play Sunday. Who? JFK. JFK? (laughs) JFK is playing Sunday? Oh my God! Earl, all right, the bu- 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 well, we got to bring Ryan Fitzpatrick back. Don't in any the beard, the beard. In any, hold on, Brad Johnson. All right, it's Friday night. JB, all, who's playing JFK? Hey, what, what's in any on? case, we all have things to do tonight. We're going to get off the air, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for being loyal to this podcast. We'll be back next week. Until next week, see ya, pooch. Retweet. You know, you guys want bigger numbers, bigger guests. You got to share and retweet. I mean, you know, that's the, you got to get this to go viral. So your fans listening, you know, you want bigger numbers. You got to put in a little work yourselves.